fantasy news, fantasy updates, fantasy clowning. We doing it all the time, baby. Champ and chump, fantasy dump. I'm your host, Chump. <laughs> the champ's here. I'm with my boy, Champ. We call him Commiss Tommy B. Forfeiting a season to get picks for the next year? Is it worth it? I mean, he's a nut job and a half, man. <laughs> Damn, boy. Champ and Chump, fancy dumb. Here we go, folks! Champ and the Chump Fantasy Dump! This is it! Week 3 is done! Week 4 is upon us! Or, wait, yeah, week 4, no. Week 5? Week 5. Uh, whoa! Hey, 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 let me get another more of that wine in me. Run it back, Hello. run it back. Champ and the Chump Fantasy Dump! Week 4 is done! Week 5 is here! We're gonna go over what we gotta go over, but first, Chump! Champ, how we doing today? I am all over the place. Cluster, fuck me. Doing good, man. Just got some news. They're going to have some Tuesday night football next week with all these uh, COVID tests coming back and stuff. So, you know, we get football on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday next week. You know, if if there's no positive, if there's no positive test, I'm going to be I'm in love with it. That two, that two, well, we have again back-to-back Monday night football games too, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the what's the Patriots Broncos moved to early Monday, and then the Titans Bills is scheduled for Tuesday. Let's go. Let's spread out all week. I mean, Red Zone might get fucked, but hey, I'm fine with it. More more football for us. I mean, Big Ten doesn't start it yet, so it feels like it's been forever to the Big Ten start still. And hey, I love this. Let's keep it up. Besides Tennessee, let's do better, Tennessee. Yeah, do better, Tennessee. We're trying to have a full season of football. We're not trying to have these. Random bye weeks, random Tuesday, Wednesday, Monday games. Like, get your shit together, man. Come on. Yeah, I mean, that was the big concern. And then all of a sudden, you had Patriots get some. But I love that they still went along with the, the Chiefs game. Um, that was huge. I, I needed to see them play. I, I can't have back two or four game or four teams suspended for a week. No, you gotta. we got to have all these games. Now the bye weeks are coming in, too. We got... What, two teams on bye this week? The Packers and the Lions. So we're already down two teams with one matchup. So we can't we can't be canceling it more out here, guys. Come on. No. Mask up. Mask up. Yes, sir. <laughs> They're going to have to start wearing those masks out on the field. I mean, once it gets colder, it'll be easier because, you know, they can wear those full headpieces. But right now, man, just, just got to be safe. I heard Corona don't get through uh, uh, gold either. So Elvin Kamara is good. I think everybody should start getting grills and uh, – would be a better place. I think if every single NFL player had grills, that'd be sick. That that's what you're looking for. That's what I'm looking for. I think the gold in the mouth is what's helping out at least Elvin Kamara. I mean, and how much like swag and how much juice do you feel when you get just uh, just grilled out, baby, with the nose ring? All right, and got the gold to match the the Saints gold too. Think about Kyle Rudolph's big ass teeth with a gold grill. I mean, come oh on. My gosh. Those choppers need some gold. They make them that big? I don't know. He might have to sell his house or something, but yeah. <laughs> they look nice. Some blood diamonds or something. All right, let's get to it, man. Um, There were some good games last week. There was. Let's go with our biggest surprises um, that you've seen. I might are very similar this week, um, but let's 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 hear what you got to say. What's your big one of your big takeaways out of week four? Uh, so this is like week four and just the whole season kind of. It's the Ravens' backfield is useless in fantasy. Yeah, they got 
uh, Ingram's getting carries, Edwards getting carries, Dobbins getting carries, and then Lamar Jackson's actually the guy with the most carries in that backfield. Um, Ingram's got 34, Edwards has 27, Dobbins only has 15 carries, and then Lamar's at 39 carries and only nine receptions to the running back. So they're not really using them in the passing game. They're just spreading the ball out in the backfield, keeping the guys fresh. I mean, it's working well for them as a team, but for fantasy purposes, you just, I mean, you can throw Ingram in there, hope he gets a touchdown. That's really the only way he's going to really come back big for you in a week. But right now, it's so hard to trust any of them. Uh, I'm with you on that. I think that's one of the more frustrating ones too, because if, if it was just one lead back, that player would be, I mean, top, 10 possibly top five running back but with three-headed monster plus the four which is your quarterback you can't trust any of them besides Lamar but it's crazy it really is I mean Lamar's he had a 9.0 touchdown passing rate last year which we thought was going to come down and it had it came down to 7.1 so just came down a little bit still kind of high up there so the offense is still good they're still scoring it's just spreading it out in the backfield so much. They only have they have four rushing touchdowns for the running backs. Ingram and Dobbins each have two each. But yeah, man, yeah, man, it's just so spread out that you can't. I mean, I had high hopes for Dobbins this year. You know, they were like, oh, first round grade on them. We got to take them second round, and then it's like they're not even using them. No, and it's they're not using him, and they were so high on him. Their breakout offensive stars are kind of wallowing in this. Uh, running back by committee, and also the, just the offense in general. Hollywood Brown hasn't scored yet. Um, it's like the Mark Andrews, Lamar Jackson show, and it's weird that those are only two like fantasy relevant players, even with Mark Andrews having that bad week last or two weeks ago. Um, but the run game is so suspect in the fantasy. Obviously, they're doing what they got to do to win games, but I don't like Hollywood Brown as much as I thought he was. Kind of like that breakout star, you know, sophomore year. Mm-hmm. He's you know started s- slow. He's had um, I think twenty one targets or something, so or twenty five targets. So his target shares are still up. It's just I don't know. I don't know if they just not putting you know pen to paper or you know getting in that end zone or whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm interested to see how they go against uh, who they got this week. Um, Cincinnati. Cincinnati, yeah. I don't, I mean, maybe they'll go, I don't know, that whole division, though, just like a muck it up, nasty games. You know, Washington actually has a good mm-hmm. defense, so I, it's not surprising that they didn't crazy break out in fantasy, but I don't know. We'll see. I, I like that as your one of your surprises, because right away, that's, I mean, we talked about Dobbins, we talked about Lamar, we talked about all these guys. You know, hopefully Mark Ingram, you know, get touched by father time, but it hasn't yet, and they just keep using the three-headed monster. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, Gus Edwards is technically the leading rusher besides Lamar. I mean, yeah, out of the three running backs, Edwards has the most rushing yet, but he's got no touchdowns and no catches, so he's not even usable. It's just – it's weird, man. You gotta, I mean, you got to hold on to Ingram and Dobbins still because if one goes down or maybe Edwards goes down, maybe they start using one more. But, yeah, at this point, it's hard to trust them in your lineups, but definitely keep them rostered right now. Yeah, definitely. All right, I got a big surprise. Well, my is Kenyon Drake. Oof. Yeah, I'm with you. I We both, I think, had a, a high host for him. It's only first uh, quarter of the season, but he's not looking like the guy that they you know got from Miami who just broke out right away in that offense. Um, 13 carries for 35 yards last week. And it's not like Kyler isn't doing anything. He was... You know, three touchdowns with no interceptions. So there was opportunities for Kenyon Drake to. They were moving the ball down the field. Nobody really broke out. D Hop didn't have much. Um, it was kind of spread out. But you would think and you would hope this type of game you would utilize your running back more. And they just didn't. And it's weird. I, I don't know what to, to think of him. I think because he's a dual threat running back, which we both like. But he hasn't put it together yet. And. 
it's starting to worry me and worry some other people that I don't know if he's going to or, I mean, he might have a game or two, but as, as being a consistent running back one, which people drafted him in the first round and some and or high second, he's not putting in uh, performances that we like. No, nah, I'm with you there. I got him in a couple leagues, in our, in our big league, Sunday Funday as well. He's getting the carries. Like, I mean, last week he only 13 carries, but the weeks before it was 18, 20, and 16. So he's getting those carries, and he's right around four yards per carry. But it's just the, it's the passing down work. Last week yeah. he came out with zero targets. And exactly. then the most he's had in the game is two. Uh, he hasn't even broken 10 yards receiving in a game yet. So I don't, Chase Edmonds is getting a lot more work than I anticipated coming into the year. I don't know if Kingsbury likes him a little more. He's trying to keep him fresh. I don't really know what's going on. Well, he did say a comment, I think, in the beginning of the season, like Chase Edmonds has a like kid be a lead back in the NFL. Right, right. And then you got to remember also in what was the preseason, Kenyon Drake had a boot on his foot at some point. And they said it's precautionary and he's just being safe with it and stuff. But, I mean, it makes you think if maybe it was something a little more and maybe he's just not right. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see that totally. And it did look like Edmonds had a little bit more juice in his legs I mean, it's optical. It is what it is. But mm-hmm. maybe he'll turn around this week. This week they got a little, not a cake, but let's see if they can, you know, bust together some offense. It was weird because they, they lost. with, but Like you would think Kyler would have the Detroit game again, and he would arguably, you know, he kept it quiet with three touchdowns and zero interceptions, though, and and they still, you know, caught an L. This team needs to turn around or else um, – even right away, Cliff Kingsbury's on the hot seat. You can't. I mean, you can't come in with this offensive prowess and lose to Carolina, who is technically they, you know, the bottom half of the, you know, the NFL. Mm-hmm. And because you were supposed to be that team, this this team that was going to make a playoff run, kind of people sleepers in the NFC to 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 be something. They still have a chance starting two and zero, and they two two. But it's interesting to see what they're going to do in the future and. uh I think our concern with Kingsbury is valid now. Um, still young. I mean, they, he doesn't have. He's gonna get more chances than Patricia, maybe. Hopefully, um, but we'll see. Waiting for that big game from Drake. You know, need a big play. Hasn't really broken that big run yet either. So we'll see if we can happen this week. He's got a good matchup versus the Jets this week. See if he can take advantage. Yeah, definitely. You got another one? It was kind of one. It was kind of more just salt being thrown on my start of the week last week with Henderson. Oh, I had him on mine thing too. Uh, I don't know what McVay. I don't. I just don't understand him and Malcolm Brown. Like, is Malcolm Brown paying him under the table or something? Yeah. Because Brown is getting all these snaps, and you had a guy in Henderson who the previous two weeks went over 120 scrimmage yards had touchdown each week was looking good and explosive out there the offense was playing well like putting up points and then last week you go back to malcolm brown he out carries henderson he out uh reception him yeah i say out catches him that's probably a better word (laughs) Uh, he's just he's playing more snaps i just don't understand they only put up 17 points against the giants yeah at home at your home stadium you're playing the 0-4 giants and you can't Put up more than 17 points like i don't know i just feel like henderson's more explosive he's gonna give you more big plays he's gonna he's gonna juice up that offense more but for some reason mcveigh just loves malcolm brown i'm with you on that it was frustrating to watch and it's also frustrating now that cam Akers is coming into being healthy and that like you said the baltimore ravens backfield i think it's gonna be a similar situation in, in la mm-hmm. or they're just you know weighing it for acres to get back so they can just load him up but it's not looking like it they went what Together, Henderson and Brown went 17 rushes for 59 yards. I mean, that's not going to cut it. No, not against the Giants either, man. It's crazy. I know. They got nobody. Nobody on defense there. I, it was confusing. That game was weird. I don't know if they were just were hungover. Like, just didn't – they didn't mesh. I mean, Jared Goff was 
25 of 32, but he only threw for 200 yards. So, like, they were doing some, like, short yardage plays. Um, you know, Robert Woods had rushing. I think he only had, like, two catches for, like, 35 yards. They Their offense wasn't clicking. And, like you said, well, you don't give your lead back, get in the groove, then how are they going to – I don't know. It's weird to me. It was, a, it was a weird game. Maybe, you know, they just overlooked the Giants, said, hey, we're going to beat them anyway, so just go out there and do whatever. But, man, it's just weird. But that's when you make that's when you make your money then. If it's a shitty team, you go get your stats, you know? <laughs> right. Trying to get them incentives, man. Exactly. Exactly. What else you got out there for week four? I got Mike Davis, Ooh. brother from another – C-Mac and him must be related. Ooh, they might be. He's looking juicy out there. Juicy, 16 rushes for 84 yards and a tutty. Five catches for 27 yards. And now their backup, Bonafon, Bonerfon, yep. Boner's Fun, Bonerfon, mm-hmm. is now injured and is on IER. So I think that's just going to be the Mike Davis show for a while until C-Mac gets back. He looks great. Um, That just... When we talk about Arizona, Carolina looked clicking. Uh, we'll talk about, you know, DJ Moore later, but most of the time the offense was clicking. Robbie Anderson um, is looking like the wide receiver one form, which is fine. He has talent. He has speed. Um, they're they're utilizing Mike Davis, though, as a C-Mac type. He might not get you the, you know, the 100 and 100, but he is definitely a waiver wire warrior because he's going to be a top 10 running back in the first quarter of the season. And he's going to be a top ten quarterback, maybe the second half of the, or the second quarter of the season, because he's if he's putting up these stat lines like he does every other, every week, I'm happy as hell. I picked him up when C Mac got injured. Yeah, he's pretty much filling right in for C Mac. Like, I mean, you lost a little bit because he's not obviously being as explosive as C Mac, but 21 touches last week, over 100 yards and a touchdown. I mean, you can't be mad at that dude that wasn't on anyone's roster come week two. No. I mean, and the offense is, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater is checked down Teddy. He's not going to win you games, but he's not going to lose him most of the time either. Mm-hmm. He looked good too. I mean, I, I, he's not Aaron Rodgers, so let's give you that. He is just a, he's a guy. He likes to check down to Mike Davis. He likes to play it safe. And Mike Davis is solid as fuck. And that's all you can ask for, especially for a backup running back. And he's looking like he's looking very juicy to be a starter. I've been offering him. I offered him so much to people and they were like, I don't want no backup. This motherfucker is running back, I think, ranked 8th or ninth right now. Those projections and all this stuff always evolve and do some bullshit. But he's definitely a top 15 running back stat-wise, and he's looking juicy for the next this week. And I'm excited that he's on my roster. Both, Actually, he's on both of my rosters. Both of them. Both, both, both. Both of them, he said. Yeah, he's been looking good out there. They've been, uh, they've been feeding him. I'm with it, man. He's been a nice pickup. But that's another thing, though. Disappointing though is their wide receiver core. Yeah, we can get into that a little bit later. Oh God, dude, I I listen to you too fucking much, dude. Hey, every week you get me for an hour every week. You know, I'm just gonna start brainwashing you a little bit. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, waiver wires and shit, let's uh let's go over to Los Angeles. We lost another running back this week, and Austin Eckler, man, Ouch. that's your guy. How you feeling? It sucked. I saw what had happened and, you know, carted off the field. I thought it was a season-ending injury. Now they're saying four to six weeks, so it's going to be fun to stash him and then get him back. But that hamstring, I don't know. I, I feel it like lingers. it's even, That's my thing is, like, what would you rather get, the C-Max sprained ankle or the Eckler's hamstring? And I think I'd rather have the 
the ankle. I feel like the hamstring lingers more than anything. Look at Julio Jones, who mm-hmm. you know is there for a quarter. You start him thinking he's fresh, and all of a sudden he tweaks it again. And he's out for the rest of this game, and he, it burns you. Rather he's rather being on IR for a couple weeks and resting. But it looked like Josh Kelly could carry the load. I picked up Jackson because Josh Kelly was already picked up. Yes, sir. Yeah, by you. Um, but I think that that's a fun twosome. It's in, I'm going to be interested to see because Jackson was the lead back coming into the camp, and with his injuries and Kelly actually playing outperforming him, it's going to be interesting to see who's going to come out of that. They have a month or some, some change to get going. But again, just like running backs everywhere, it's one bad you know, cut one bad tackle, one bad gator roll, and it's on to the next person. So mm-hmm. it's an, it'll be interesting to see. But Kelly looks like a lead back body wise. You know what I mean? Like he looks like almost like a cream hunt. I know it's like the same number, so it kind of throws me off. But he has that low to the center gravity, big legs. He caught the ball a couple of times too. It looked pretty good doing it. Um, I, yeah, I like I like Kelly. I think the Chargers offense has a little juice with Herbert there. Um, they did lose. They, but I mean that comes with age. I mean he's a young guy. It wasn't his fault. I don't think he did have that. No. They had that bad snap, uh, handoff bullshit that on their reds or in their own end. But other than that, it played pretty well. And I'll be interested to see what they do, especially with the rookie running our quarterback, this rookie running or this running back, and I guess you would say backup. And is Kelly a rookie? Yeah, Kelly's a rookie. He uh he played Jackson's snaps. a sophomore. Yeah, or I think Jackson might be a third year actually. Okay. He was behind Melgo and Eckler for a little bit. But, yeah, after the injury, or Eckler only played three snaps. So, But in the full game, Kelly had 30 snaps and Jackson had 21. So pretty close to the even split. Kelly did out-touch him, though. He had nine carries compared to six for Jackson and three catches compared to two for Jackson. So he was getting more work. It's just it was, he lost the fumble this week with that exchange, like he said. And then the week before, he lost the fumble. So you can't fumble in the league. We talked about that before. So he's got to get that ball security down. But, I mean, it was last, I mean, he rushed for seven yards last week and Jackson rushed for nine yards. I mean, it wasn't a good rushing performance to play Tampa Bay. That front seven is so fucking nasty for Tampa Bay. That, Tampa Bay hasn't allowed a single rusher to break 60 yards this year bro they are nasty and it's not nobody's it's Kamara and Latavius Murray went against them C-Mac went against them I believe he got hurt in the game but yeah I mean but Melvin Gordon in week three so I mean this defense is nice in Tampa Bay versus the run so I can't discredit the Chargers rushing game for only doing seven to nine for those guys but moving forward I do like Kelly a little bit more than Jackson but I I think it's going to be kind of a split that they I think you can see Kelly kind of coming into that Eckler role and then Jackson coming into the Kelly role. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I don't know. Eckler hurts. I just hopefully he doesn't come back too soon. I'm going to need him for the playoff times. They haven't put him on IR yet, which is weird. That's like almost leaving the door open for him to come back within the three weeks. They just fucking announced it today. Like, hey, yeah, he's out. They just announced he's out. So I couldn't put him on IR till tonight. I mean, there's so many waiver options I could have done very salty about that especially for anthony lynn and the yahoo owners that were waiting when he had d on him for the entire fucking week knowing that he's gonna be out four to six weeks i don't get why they do that but i saw a tweet come up from uh yahoo the other day i just forwarded over to my cousin because we were both of us were kind of bitching about that where they just the guys been like ruled out on tuesday but until the actual team rules them out or they they update the injury of the actual player yahoo doesn't change it yeah i mean it's all the alshon jeffrey owners too like they're like, yep. they're like hoping week to it's week just, it's, it's week to week bullshit which any other things you want to talk about what happened? I mean, we could. I don't. I'm done talking about COVID. We know what the fuck's going on there. Any other headlines you wanna you wanna bring up? I think we gotta we gotta talk about the Chubb injury real quick. 
Uh, lost oh, yeah. the other running back, Nick Chubb, actually put on IR. So we, we do get that IR. And then also, I mean, are the Browns for real? Like, are they? A, yeah. Are they actually a good team this year? I told, I think I told them in the group chat that I was like, I think Kareem Hunt is the, the uh, Christian McCaffrey. He is the bigger Christian McCaffrey. I think he, like, what he did in KC was no fluke. He is a talented, wow. talented running back. And now it's just him and he's just going to feed the beast. Baker is not winning you games. They know that he is not an elite quarterback. And which is very surprising, his deep ball, like which was super accurate in the past, is nowhere to be found. They use uh, Landry to throw the deep ball to Odell. It was a dime, though. It was a dime on the fucking run. Lefty. They weren't expecting it. But it's going to be the Kareem Hunt show. And, I mean, I don't see it changing from that. Nojoku's back. Maybe he's a red zone threat. But, I mean, Kareem Hunt is, I think, the most talented running back on that team. Nick Chubb is the most consistent pro-style running back. But Kareem Hunt gives you that extra juice with that pass catch. And he does the Odell Beckham catches. He does everything else. And he's just going to shine. I can see that. Yeah, Chubb. They put a six-week timetable on it. We'll see. That will bring him back. I believe week 12 would be six weeks. And they got a bye in week 10. So you're at least getting the bye in there. You're not losing the actual game. But even after he he came out, uh, Hunt wasn't even the leading rusher. It was Ernest Johnson. Their third third string dude from the AAF. Have you seen him before? He was – they had their YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. He was featured on there, like, I think, a, week, a year ago. He's been on the roster, I think, for two or three years, right? Yeah, once the AAF went down, they picked him up. Yeah, and they did a little spe- – he's – yeah, they said he's been fucking balling in, in I guess you call it practice yeah. and all that stuff. Um, So, he's – they're been interested to see him. He's kind of has that, like – um. He runs very patiently. He's like, yeah, he's very patient in the backfield. He was waiting for his blocks to develop. That's a fucking name too. De Ernest. Damn, like De Ernest. Yeah. So I mean, he might get some work out. I don't see him being like. I don't know if he's fancy relevant yet, but he definitely should be rostered if Stefanski's going to keep up this two back set. Where it's like, I think Hunt is definitely going to get a lot of the work, but it, maybe if Johnson gets that like a Chubb light role, you know, maybe like a Madison seven, role. I mean, seven to ten carries a game, if, or like not even that, probably like six to eight carries or something. Just keep. Hunt a little fresh, you know, give him some some time out there. He's definitely got a roster, especially with, I mean, every running back going down. Yeah, I think Hunt's the, he's top 10 for sure, and it, depending on matchup, could be top 5. He's got a couple of tough ones. He's got the Colts this week. They've been a very good defense this year, and then the Steelers next week, always a good defense. But after that, they get the Bengals and the Raiders before the bye week, so those are going to be some juicy matchups for Hunt. And don't forget my cousin, too. My cousin's on the, on the, roster, or on the team. Dontrell Hilliard. Yep, third my cousin, my cousin, yeah. Hey, cousin D. Hey, <laughs> gotta keep him on Come on over here. Might have to add him up. Cousin D. Yeah. Uh, trail. We call him Trail back at, at family. Reunions. Oh, okay. Trail. Yeah. Trail. Tra- tra- trail Hill gonna do his thing. He gonna run down hill with Trail Hill gonna run down hill. Uh, but yeah, that that's a. I mean. It's a run-heavy offense, and and with uh, Hunt there, it's just going to be fun to see. Obviously, he was rostered, or he was at least, yeah, rostered by everybody. Hunt was the, like we said before, you could start him every week still and be, you know, mm-hmm. a running back three flex position, and now he's running back one. So, good for him. Uh, the only other news, I think we can, we can, we don't have to talk about the Lions again. They gave up another lead. They lost. Story of the Why does he still have a job? Why does he still have a job? Why do, why do Gase and Patricia still have jobs? Hey, but you know who doesn't have a job is Mr. Bob Bill O'Brien. But Chen himself. Got the axe this week. Tim Tebow heavy. Tim Tebow heavy. Uh, J.J. Watt is the one that motherfucking started fighting with him. Got him fired. 
I saw good for him. Yeah, step up, man. He, and he said they got they got to build this team around Watson. I mean, he's not he hasn't done him any favors. He traded Hopkins for DJ his second, traded Clowney for a third, traded away their first and second for Larry Tumsel and Kenny Stills, traded a second rounder for Cook. Like, yeah, they have no first or second rounders next year, and you started zero and four. Like, what is your future at this point, bro? And you're the GM too. Like, you have nobody else to blame but yourself. Yeah, like you fucked it you all did up. Everything. It's wild to me. Um, and David Johnson looks like David Johnson of last year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's not. He had that first game look pretty good. Maybe they changed around with their off, you know, Romeo Cormel or Romeo. Was it Cornell? What is his name? Cormel? 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 Cormel, I think. Marbles in my mouth. Um, but <laughs> he's, I mean, he, he's a longtime assistant. I think he was a head coach too, for, I think for the Browns maybe or something like that before. But uh, yeah, he's got a lot of experience. Yeah, they'll be fine. Um, just like. Uh, Lions should do just give the offense to the their your quarterback and let mm-hmm. him spin the ball as much as possible. That he's such a talent. Watch out though. This is I think a Will Fuller uh, jump now. I think if he stays healthy, which is always the case with him, um, that offense I think is going to blossom a little bit with Bob gone. I, I, the, there seemed like he was a dark cloud type guy where yeah some negative energy going around there. yeah man which you can't have especially with guys that thrive off positivity especially if you have a i mean d watts i guess you can call him a veteran but he's a younger guy you want him i mean fucking russell wilson shits rainbow he's so positive i mean you want that type <laughs> of mentality i mean pete carroll is a perfect co- uh, coach for him you know it's like yeah those motherfuckers are Tony Robbins, dude. They're fucking, they're super positive. And you have a guy who's fucking butt chin growling at you and then trade away your best weapon for a bag of balls and an old running back who's big and has back problems. It's like, all right, well, go fuck yourself. Now you're, you know, you're kicking rocks and flipping burgers somewhere. Right. Yeah. You just got no, you don't want to win for that coach at that point. So I'm glad I got rid of him. Glad they moved on. Uh, it was about time. Couldn't do, the, couldn't do both jobs at once. He couldn't do head coach and GM, so I'm glad they got rid of him. They can move forward. We'll see if the offense changes at all. But uh, you got anything else from last week you wanna you wanna hit on? Um, you know, not much right now. Bills are Bills are, are for real still. Yep. I think we talked about it last week. Bills are for real. I, I gotta get this off my chest. I'm starting not to like Patrick Mahomes. Okay, can why? <laughs> He's doing the LeBron flops. Oh, oh, those flops were terrible. You're right. You're right. Those are so bad. You are the most athletic, talented. You got to not flop like that, especially on the sidelines when they're grabbing you to hold on to you. They were not vicious attacks on you, and you knew that shit and they got calls. Like, this ain't, we're not going to turn football into soccer. We're not going to turn football into football. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. And, I mean, the rest are already on his side. Look at that, uh, that, should have been oh my interception God. or that. Sh- well, besides Hoyer's terrible possessions and the that changed the game. Yeah, I mean that that dude could have. I think he was going to take it back for a touchdown. All he had to do was beat Tyree Kill and and they didn't even call it a fumble. They didn't even call it a fumble. It was like four times the size of Tyreek, so I think he could just carry them to the end zone. It's crazy they didn't even call it a fumble. I I, I could see you call it blowing it dead like as possession changed, whatever you want to call it. like. But you did say it wasn't even a fumble. Yeah, they called it that the. The it was that Patrick Mahomes was down. He was tackled like his so gross. Forward progress was stopped or something like that. There was, he was wrapped up. I think is what the they tides called have it. turned. Yeah, Patriots are not getting calls anymore, which I kind of like that too. Tom Brady's gone, so they're gonna give all the calls to Patty Mahomes. And you saw it there. You saw it. They called one of those uh, late hits on the sideline. One of those flops. 
Yeah, I feel you, man. Trash. You can't be doing that shit. You got you got out there playing football, man. It's a man's game. You can't be flopping. It's like one of the last sports. That and hockey are the only ones that like you. You know, mano y mano. It is what it is. You get hit. You you know you do the the Andrew Luck. You fucking shake their hands. Nice hit. Fucking go back to your sidelines rather than flopping like a fuck. Oh, that bothered me so much. But he's talented. Now he's just kind of on my shit list. I don't know. I, now his Kermit the Frog voice and his. <laughs> His mentality is now drove me the wrong way, and I hate to say it, but God. I'm with it. That makes sense, man. You can't be flopping out there. You're the face of the league right now. You can't be doing that shit. No. I mean, that's it. I, there's not much else to say. This week was kind of – it wasn't chalk. There was some – I mean, Miami played Seattle hard. These games are like – I guess you call them trap games. Um, Patriots, they should have they, – they were playing close. They should have played even closer to the Chiefs, but there's – I don't know. It was a fun week. It just wasn't the, the most exciting like it was last week. Oh, Dallas Cowboys suck. They're what are they one and three, one and four. Yeah, one and three. I mean, that defense is atrocious. Too many turnovers on offense. They got to turn that around. They got a get right week against the Giants this week. We'll see. I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. That's what we thought about the Rams last week, and they only scored seventeen points. Only I'm, one by I'm betting the under. I'm betting the under on that. I can see that. Well, I wonder what that game over-under is. Over-under tonight's game with Tom Brady in Denver was like 260 uh, passing for Tom Brady. And I I picked the under. Oh, yeah. Thursday night in Chicago. Yeah. Well, I mean, Mike Evans, I guess Mike Evans is ruled in. He's in now, though. So, it's interesting to see. Fournette's playing, too. So, they got Fournette and Jones back there now. Dude, these crowded backfields, man. Fournette. Uh, that's tough. I mean, well, we talked about it before. It's just annoying to see how these offensive coordinators want to win games instead of fucking want to win fantasy. It's so annoying to me. <laughs> they just don't get it, man. Don't they play fantasy? All right, dude. Let's get off the recap and our highlights of last week, even though I couldn't remember what week it was. They all blend into me now. Because um, these fucking Tuesday night, this Tuesday game is going to be a shit show because then it's going to feel like it's going to be week six when it's really week five. Yeah, that one's going to be weird. I wonder how... I mean, I'm sure they're not going to change, but like teams or leagues with like waivers and stuff, you know, they usually clear Tuesday night. Oh. And now the game is going to be Tuesday night. So, I mean, you have to be right on top of your thing on Tuesday night. We'll see. I'll see if they uh, they push them back, but I highly doubt it. All right. Well, that was the recap and the highlights of week four. Hopefully you guys enjoyed our recap with how uh, I think we were thorough. I mean, like our insights are just amazing write these down folks i'm telling you we have special minds <laughs> i mean mine's different mine's oh, we special all right. minds yeah we got i mean i just ate a crayon but other than that let's go to our starts and sits starts and sits of week five hey. you are the champ so you do the starts i'm the chump i do the sits you know how it goes my sits last week were who and what happened i let the people know man let him know. It was, oh, hey, Josh Kelly ain't good. Just sit him. What? Three seconds into the game, Josh Kelly comes RB1 of the LA Chargers and now is the, the heaviest waiver wire pickup this side of the Mississippi. Um, chump for a reason. Wink, wink, bank, bank. That is me. Don't listen to me. Listen to Champ. Listen to your starts. Sits are going to be fun. Um, roll with me. Um, I'm going to say that they're going to be the best sits, but grain of salt. Take it. I mean, I did, I obviously I missed on Henderson last week. That was a little shit show. Uh, I had Burrow Ah, you, you didn't fucking know that. Yeah. That, oh, they overcomp. You know, that fucking cute head coach overcomplicates everything. That's why they butt, got butt-fucked in the Super Bowl when they only getting seven points wherever they got. That dude's mm-hmm. a yeah, and sport and a half. Joe Burrow, he had, he had 300 yards again. Threw a touchdown, but it was the Joe Mixon show last week. 
Joe Mixon How about had that? three Exciting. touchdowns out of nowhere. So that was good to see him get back at it. But yeah, Burrow still put up 19 fantasy points in our league at least. I had a mix in. I had a mix in C-Mac proposal. Ooh, interesting. One, one an exciting of it. I didn't pull the trigger. Yeah. It's, it's tough to get rid of C-Mac, regardless if he's on IR or hurt or what. He's still C-Mac. All right, let's go, dude. You want to start your – let's go with your starts. All right, I hit you with my first one here. Uh, we said we we're going to talk about it later, so we're going to talk about it right now. And my start of the week is Robbie Anderson from the Carolina Beautiful. Panthers. Wide receiver one, Robbie. That's Robbie's, what we call him now. That's his name. Playing at Atlanta this week in the Atlanta Dome, the Georgia Dome there. Uh, I mean, you play Atlanta, you get fantasy points. That's just the, the rule at this point. Did you put your tape in for cornerback yet for Atlanta? They got nobody. I'm trying. I'm trying the safety route. You know, I want to. I want to play oh, safety. Oh, nice. Up. Yeah, a little lazier yeah. for you. Yep. Yeah, you don't want. Yep. I hear you. Yeah, I don't want to be right up next to the guys. I just want to sit back and chill for a bit. You know, but man, I mean, Robbie's been the wide receiver one. He's averaging 94 yards per game right now. It's we thought DJ Moore was going to be the guy, but it turns out Robbie's the guy. He's kind of getting a little more, just more volume at this point. They're using. DJ Moore as like a more of a downfield threat. They're not throwing him those short routes and stuff. They're giving those to Robbie Anderson. Who looks better? Who just looks better? He does. He's he's fast. I mean, he's still skinny as a fucking pole, but... Yeah, can you eat a fucking cheeseburger, dude? Yeah, so, I mean, he's looking good. This game's set for 53 and a half over under, so it, it's going to be a high-scoring game again. It's Atlanta, and Teddy, he's due for some positive regression in the touchdown department, in my opinion. He's over 1,100 yards this year, and he's only got four passing touchdowns. He's almost yeah. He's like almost throwing 300 yards a game, but he's only got four passing touchdowns. It seems like he should have a lot more. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think it might be his uh, uh, waiver wire pickup, uh, Teddy, this week. I think a lot of... I've heard a lot of people picking him up over the waiver wires for this this just this matchup because how big streamer piss poor piss poor Atlanta is. I'm a, yeah, that's a great stardom for me. Very disappointed in DJ. We've I think I've I've wrote him off two weeks ago, and my right write off is right. But this is a type of week where he gets 12 targets in 100 yards receiving, and he'll be on my bench still. And I just he's too volatile to to start him. He can't you know. If I got to win weeks and I'm depending on him and I drafted him as my wide receiver one in the obviously looking back, it was a, the wrong move, but he had that capability coming out and he's just not showing it and it's bothersome. And like these junk time, you know, catches that's not going to hold up. We need you to be wide receiver one and you just lost your spot. You're going to be wide receiver two now. And it's Robbie Anderson show now it is. And Curtis Samuel might be coming up there too. And I don't know. C-Max coming back. So, yeah, it's, it's Robbie Anderson for now. Get him in your lineups. But uh, who, are you, who are you taking out of the lineup this week? All right, I'm taking the, the hot hottest pick this side of the Mississippi for running back. I'm sitting Damian Harris. Oh, okay, the little the Monday night guy. What do you have? He had 100 yards, huh? 100 yards. He had one 40-yard run that kind of boosted his stats. People were juicy about him. or They are juicy with the stat Jeez. line, 17 for 100 yards. I traded for DJ Turk straight up. You believe Straight that? up, yeah. And I, I don't believe that one bit because Chark shows, showed me last week that even with him being, I don't even think he's close to being 100%, still catches, you know, touchdowns. He's a big target. Mm-hmm. Um, Damian Harris, though, is, I mean, Rex Burkhead last week. Rex Burkhead was the fucking C-Mac stat line. He did everything two weeks ago. When are people going to realize, Grant, I just, you know, traded for James White. <laughs> but he's the only constant they have. They're, they're flavors of the week. They're Baskin Robbins. It's nothing to do with who is behind that center or excuse me, who's behind that quarterback. It's about schematics. It's about schemes. It's about 
whatever the other defense is giving you, this is how they utilize these running backs. And there's four, maybe now three of them because of Sony Michelle's injury. You can't trust a New England running back that doesn't involve the pass game that much. I don't see Damian Harris going out in the slot receiver position like James White did last week. And maybe in the future, he is a young guy. But as of now, he's a flavor of the week. He might be a good stash for you. I just not starting with the Broncos. The Broncos, Bradley Chubb had two and a half sacks last week. Um, they beat up on the Jets defensively. Granted, it's the Jets. But I think the Broncos are a, a suitable enough defense to give Damian Harris, you know, let's say he gets 12 touches for 34 yards and kind of like the Kenyon Drake, 13 carries for 35 yards. I think that's right around his, his uh, window. And I think you can start someone else. I mean, even Jarek McKinnon or... Um, yeah, I think it's hard, to, it's hard to judge because, I mean, they had a backup quarterback. They didn't have Cam Newton. So you don't even know what the offense is going to look like with Cam Newton and Damian Harris in there. So I feel it. it's hard to trust him this week after just one game. Well, then, especially with Hoyer, stack the box, load up on the run. Hoyer looked, you know, had some good throws, but ultimately he's Brian Hoyer. I mean, like, look at what he did at the halftime. Like, they could have they could have beat the Chiefs last week if Brian Hoyer, you know, didn't make the mistakes that rookies don't even make. Um, but he did that. He's bad clock manager for a leader who's been in the, you know, 12-year vet or whatever how old he is. Unexcusable. I don't know who they're gonna roll out. Stidham, you know, every other throw is a pick. Damian Harris, yeah, he's looking juicy with the the backup running or backup quarterbacks. But I'm saying with that defense, they're loading the boxes. I don't see him doing anything like what he did last week. He had that one great run, and that was you know any any running back can have that one great run and then do you know average two yards of carry the rest of the time. So I just say Stidham, he's juicy. He looks hot. I just he looks hot from afar. You get up close, he's a, he's a five, you know, with bad acne. You <laughs> I know, feel it. I feel it. Ah, uh, so he's my second chump or second or let. I don't know. Anyways, uh, oh my gosh, I can't talk. Champ of the start week. Start him. Fucking start him. Start, start champ of the week. Number Looted. two is gonna be your boy here, Justin Jefferson, Whoa. wide receiver of the Vikings. Going down a little bit here, but dropped him week one. They're playing at Seattle Sunday night football action. Uh, Jamal Adams is out again, but Seattle's just getting torched through the air. They've allowed Torch. seven so different weird. receivers to put up more than 100 yards against them through four weeks so far. Uh, some big names in there like Ridley, Julio, Edelman, Devontae Parker, but you got guys like Russell Gage, Cedric Wilson, Michael Gallup doing it as well. And he had other guys, four other guys going over 60 yards. They're just, you know, that offense in Seattle is putting up a lot of points, so they're causing the other teams to throw as well and just keep up with them. And we got Justin Jefferson coming off back-to-back 100-yard games, 175 and 103 these last two games. Uh, Vikings just started using them a little bit more. They started putting them all over formation. Trust him as that number two receiver behind Thielen. And that play action they got going on in Minnesota is just nice. With Delvin Cook, the way he's running, the safeties just bite hard on those play fakes. And they got Jefferson over the top. He's their deep threat. He's taking over that Diggs role. And I'll see him slowing down this week in Seattle. I, I have um, – that's my upset of the of the week, honestly, is Minnesota. They're, they're coming along now. They're picking it up a little bit. Their roster is too good not to, not to start winning games. I mean – like you said, Cook, and then Jefferson is like your stardom. He's becoming the real deal, and it's so frustrating to me. There's a lot of good wide receivers, and I he was he's deserving to be that top rookie. I, the way his stats are, the way he's he's coming along now, where they changed him, 
He is a dangerous dude, and he is nothing but big play opportunity. And you're right. He's now the new digs, which they needed. Adam Thielen is definitely that possessional guy. Kirk Cousins' main hitter, but they got they got a nice brand-new Ferrari in the, in the in the garage. They'll mm-hmm. take it out for a spin when it's sunny out. You know what I mean? I feel it. I feel it. All right, do I got to do a sit You got to give me one more sit unfortunately. Eagles wide receiver core. <laughs> do they even have a wide receiver core at this point? Sit every single one of them. Even Zach Ertz. Oh, pass catchers. Just all pass, pass catching. catchers. Yeah, Ertz is yep. looking. He might be over the hill, man. He's looking a little rough out there. Um, Greg Ward, Hightower, Ful- Fulham, Fulham, who Fulham. was the Lions practice squad guy we picked up and then catches a 70-yard bomb. Um, but sit all those guys. Sit Ward. Obviously, Greg Ward's the only private startable one that a lot of people have on their roster. Um, kind of their um, bi-week flex type guy. Not against um, the Steelers. Sit, you got to sit him. And now you sit your tight end one, Zach Ertz. So mm-hmm. maybe it's just sit Zach Ertz because Greg Ward is not worth mentioning sometimes. Yeah. But he's their leading wide receiver and still sit him. But zit, sit, excuse me, sit Zach Ertz this week. Um, he is, he's had 19 receptions for 130 yards and one touchdown in four games. Oof. What was it last? It was four for nine yards. Yeah. That's four so for nine. Bad. Four so for bad. nine. He's a uh, 25th ranked tight end in touchdowns, 22nd ranked tight end in tight uh, yards, but fifth ranked in uh, targets. Or uh, yikes! Excuse me. So what's that telling you? He ain't doing shit. He, Father Time might have touched him. So if you do have a backup uh, tight end, Jaseki's the 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 Ali Cox of the world. Um, I have him in the league. I have Ertz and Jonu Smith. I'm starting Jonu Smith over him. You have to if they play. Jonu Smith is definitely the the play for him. Right. Yeah. Um. If. if. Yeah. Um. But definitely sit Zach Ertz. He's disappointing. The whole team's disappointing. Which what's even more disappointing is I mean he. Wentz is four touchdowns and seven interceptions. What happened to the MVP Wentz? Lost his lost his team. Lost the O line. Lost his receivers. Lost his backup tight end. There's no receivers. They got Greg Ward, who was a practice squad guy, as their leading wide receiver. I don't blame Wentz as much because he definitely is doing. He's, he's trying. The, the, he's the trying. amount of skill, yeah, but the amount of skill that's on that field is making him be a, a worse quarterback. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. So yeah. The, the less of the skill. He's forcing shit, giving, creating bad habits, kind of like a Stafford-type dude where like he has all the talent in the world, shows promise. The team doesn't utilize it. They get Elshon Jeffries, who's the 31, 32-year-old injury-prone wide receiver. as your wide receiver one. Deshaun Jackson, who's the same age, if not older, injury-prone wide receiver two. What the fuck do you think is going to happen? You get John Hightower. You get Jalen Rieger, who is questionable to begin with anyways. These guys aren't the guys for uh, Wentz. And now Ertz and Dallas Goddard, who was their quarter, I mean, arguably their best two wide receivers, uh, pass catching guys as tight ends. Ertz is, is looking slow, and, and Dallas Goddard broke his ankle. So this is a big dumpster fire, but you, a lot of people have to start Ertz. I'm telling you, pick somebody up. I picked up Eric Ebron off the waivers. Um, I would I would argue Ebron over Ertz this week, especially with how. I mean, they're playing against each other and how their defense of Eagles compared to the defense of, of Pittsburgh Steelers. I would argue Ebron over Ertz. It's crazy to say I fucking hate Ebron, but that's, I mean. Yeah, that, that might be taking a little too far, but I, I see your reasoning. You're, I mean, you're just disappointed in Ertz, so you got to you gotta move on at some point. It's crazy that I, I even have to argue that, though. You know what I mean? Like where it's like even Ebron, who 
I picked up off, you know, I just picked him up. I didn't even pick him off of waivers. I fucking just picked him up. I could argue, Ert, like, Ertz and him, it's crazy to me. Ertz is definitely a stud, but the way their team is drawn up, the way the team playing right now, the only person I can trust is Miles Sanders because he's getting, you know, the, the scrap and getting everything else that he, he can get. Mm-hmm. I feel it, man. I feel it. We got to we gotta get some more playmakers over there in Philly for once. That's what, I don't know. What about, so I had this theory. This is outside of Stardust and Sinem. This is my, uh, can we do a conspiracy theory segment? Sure. What do you got for me? Matt Stafford going to Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> for the, you think they're not going to re-sign Dak? That's my, that's my thing. Yeah. He's too yeah, expensive. That would be some. Too expensive. If they take over Stafford's salary for the next two years, I think it is. It's, it's a juicy salary. We thought it was high, you know, when they signed it, but it's looking like a steal now. He's a Dallas kid. He's a Texas guy. Uh, Clayton Kershaw was his pitcher. He was the catcher of Clayton Kershaw. Fun fact. Everybody knows that, but fun fact again. They say it every year. That's my conspiracy theory that Matt Stafford's going to be the new Dallas Cowboys quarterback. And Dak Prescott's going to hit free agency. And he's going to be Trevor Lawrence juice with, you know, a lot of teams. Maybe. That's uh, that's one out there. It's hard to give up a quarterback like Dak if you're Dallas. But, I mean, the way their payroll is set. They're one, they're gonna, one and three. He's going to be asking for a lot of money. That was my conspiracy. He's on pace for 6,700 yards. So if he does that, they're gonna be, what, what are they going to be like? Eight, a four and 12? Oh, if that, it'll probably be one and 15 if he's going to throw for 6,700. That means you're playing catch up every game, throwing 400, 500 yards every game. It's so, it's, but again, Dak owners are loving life right now. It's like, <laughs> it's like the Blake Bortles, Bortles effect. Like, you know what I mean? When like, Oh yeah, he was the best uh, garbage time uh, quarterback of all fantasy time, and Dak's the same way now. It's crazy to me that he's come down to this. They're not even close to being in games, and all of a sudden he has to work their way back from a twenty-one, you know, point deficit and become a fucking fantasy stud in the third and fourth quarter. It bothers me. Hey, it's the life we live, man. I know. I wish I fucking drafted him. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Salt. All right, dude. Let's. We just start him situms. We did a conspiracy theory. Um, I added that one. That was fun. <laughs> um, Dallas too. Um, John John F. Kennedy got shot there too. So that's another conspiracy that CIA CIA did it. That's just adding that to the Dallas Cowboys conspiracy theory. I just said John F. Kennedy was inside job. All right, now now we might be taking a little too far here. I just had to add it. I just had to add it. <laughs> I, we're done. We're done talking about it. I'm just letting you know. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna set that in there for people that are listening. Everybody knows. Read up on it. CAA was part of it. Don't worry about it. Not a big deal. Let's get to our DraftKings Daily Fantasy. Let's do it. Let me get my lineup ready. How did we do last week? Uh, I won. I think I won three bucks. How about that? Oh, big money roller. Uh, I can't remember how we did. I missed the contest or whatever you want to call it. I missed the start time. Didn't get my lineups in. Whoa, so, whoa, whoa. Uh, <laughs> missed out on uh the big line. I mean, I had a few like... uh. That sounds like a female was involved. Did you go apple picking before? I did not go apple picking. You didn't get the hot apple cider and a and a and an Instagram pic of you picking apples with your girl? No, no, no. That's this weekend, man. We had we got <laughs> we had some chili brewing up. We had to get some chili oh, ingredients. Chili you know, had a little chili, chili cook off. Yeah, yeah. So it was good, but yeah, I mean, I, I was back in time. I had time. I just didn't even think about it until game started, and I was like, ah. Never submitted my lineup. So I got in a couple showdowns in the later games and the night games and stuff. Nothing to write home about. Well, let's do the damn thing. This is, uh. Yep. So this is going to be Saturday through, or Sunday through Tuesday, I guess, technically, games, because Thursday night already here. So we won't be able to get the Thursday night guys in, but we got Sunday through Tuesday games now. So anybody besides, well, I guess the Packers and the Lions are on a bye. 
And then we got the Bucks and the Bears tonight. So we got some, we got what, 28 teams, 14 matchups to choose from here. You going to kick us off? What I'm going to start with is uh, wide receiver. Okay. This is uh, a steal, in my opinion. Absolute steal. Zach Pascal is going to be our wide receiver one here. Indiana or Indianapolis Colts are not going to, I mean, T.Y. Hilton is such a bust this year. Talk about, we were talking about these these guys, you know, Father Time has touched them. T.Y. got touched. Yes. T.Y. has been touched by Father Time. And so has Phillip Rivers. <laughs> he can't throw a ball for the worth of, I mean, golly, his shovel pass that we call, a, you know, it's great. It's worse than it's worse than Drew Brees. Um, that's a, he can. That's all he can do is show the pass. He can't even throw oh it more than twenty God. yards. So we're gonna go Zach Pascal as wide receiver one for the Colts. I'm looking at his. Um, he's below T. Y. Hilton. Oh my God. Yeah, he's God. cheap. He's only uh, he's forty six hundred bucks. Zach Pascal against the Cleveland Browns. We're gonna pick him up. I'm not gonna say he's wide receiver one, but we're picking up him as our wide receiver core. Um, he's a slot guy. He's a, a low yardage for Phillip Rivers. Um, their offense look. I mean, Gar- I mean, they won nineteen to eleven. That was a weird score. Hopefully, it picks up here. But to get this cheap as wide receiver one, in my opinion, there's nobody else. You got Ty who's struggling. What's which? Pittman's gone. Yeah, Pittman's gone. Cox is there. They have Trey Burton that got got out of IR, but that's about it. I mean, Pascal is their their skill guy, and I, I'm gonna utilize him. I like him. All right. Well, you saved some money there, so I'm going to use some of it up with our first pick at running back. I'm going to go with uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Love it. 6,800 at home playing against the Raiders. Uh, should be a positive game script, I think, for the Chiefs. I think this might be the game where he quote-unquote breaks out. You know, he's had the big – he's had okay games. He's had very solid games. But I think this is one where we can see him score a couple times and have that big play or something. Love it. Lo- I love that. I like him. Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson, 5900 bucks. There you go. Double down on the stardoms. I like the stardom, and I like Robbie Anderson. I like him against Atlanta. They are that bad this year in defense of uh, secondary, and I think he's their wide receiver one at 5900 bucks. I'll take that all day. I'm with it. I'm, uh, I'm going to take another receiver here to fill out our three receiver spots. This guy's a little lower, cheaper than Robbie Anderson, actually, and that's Deontay Johnson coming back from that concussion. Got that unexpected bye week to get cleared um pittsburgh is at home versus philly the battle of pennsylvania there i'll take deontay johnson in our third wide receiver spot for 5600 love it absolutely love it well let's just keep adding here let's just go i mean at 5900 bucks as your quarterback teddy bridgewater oh he he doing the robbie teddy stack i think this robbie teddy stack is gonna go do he's gonna do good i mean atlanta's that bad it's definitely a worrisome. Atlanta always is like worrisome to me, but I think let's just have it a shootout. I just wanted to shoot out once. Come on, Teddy. Throw it down 15 yards. We'll call it good. If they're going to have a shootout, this is the week versus Atlanta. In yes. that dome in Atlanta. Yes, this is it. So I'm with it. Uh, I think I'm going to grab our tight end here, and this might surprise you a little bit. I don't think you like this guy, but hear me out before you say anything. <laughs> We're going to go with Evan Ingram here at tight end. Giants are at Dallas. Dallas' defense is trash. They've given up a touchdown to the tight end in three out of four weeks this year. Giants had a rough schedule to start. You know, they played the Steelers, they played the Bears, they played the Niners, and they played the Rams. So it's opening up here a little bit for them. See if Daniel Jones get back on track. I think he's going to use Evan Ingram to do it this week against that Dallas defense. All right. Don't hate me. Don't hate me. I'm not saying anything. I'm not going to say anything. All right, here we go, another one. Oh, boy. 
This is tough. I was about to do Devontae Freeman now. Oh, I don't know if we can do two Giants, if I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> One's a stretch. We got some money. We got uh 16,600 16, left. for. Your, we got a running back, a flex, and a defense here. So we got some options out here. Let's do it. I mean, this is the time. I'm going to I'm gonna do it again. I think Jets being this bad, Kenyon Drake is at 5700 bucks. I'm going to pick him up. I think this is going to be a breakout for him. This is the week, huh? This is the week. This is surprising that he hasn't done anything yet. We said there's going to be a big play with him involved. I think this might be it. D-Hop is there, but he's he has a little injury, so I think they up. might utilize a little banged up. Jets, they can actually rest him a little bit. You know what I mean? They can win this without D-Hop, and I think this is with it. Joe Flacco is the starting quarterback, so maybe not. Maybe it's going to be a, a Joe Flacco of you know yesteryear, but as of now, I like Drake. I like Drake. I like that defense uh, being have a lot of holes in it, and Kenyon's gonna run right through it. All right, I'm gonna leave this uh, this last flex flex spot up to you. I'm gonna take our defense what? here. A lot of pressure for you. I mean, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you every player available here besides C-Mac, but he's on IR. So I'm gonna go with the Browns defense for 2,700. Playing at home versus the Colts. We just talked Phillip Rivers doesn't throw downfield. He just does his little dink and dunks. Uh, I, see, I see this being kind of a low-scoring game. Cleveland likes to run it. Andy doesn't. They like to run it. They don't really get explosive with it. And Cleveland's defense hasn't been bad. They've been getting to quarterback a lot. We just need that turnover return for a touchdown. That's all we need. So you got um, 8,200 here at the flex. Kamara's it's number easy. one at 8,200. Hopkins, Elliott, Michael Thomas might be back. What you thinking? I'm going Zeke here. I like it. That was the, I was between Zeke and Kamara. I didn't want to choose, so I made you choose. This is the we've been talking about Dak and his high performances. What are they one and three? Yes, sir. So that's not working, right? Nope. nope. So let's go with. I mean, arguably your best player. You can call Dak your best player. You can call Zeke your best player. But let's try you know option two A or A two, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. and have Zeke be your lead back, lead stud. Giants did shut down Daryl Henderson, who is, huh? You ain't Zeke, bro. <laughs> you ain't Zeke, Daryl. Darrell, Daryl, Hendo, <laughs> you ain't Zeke. Nope. Zeke's going to do his thing. If Tony Powell gets in that goal line one more fucking time, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have an aneurysm. Zeke's going to get a couple of tutties here. Um, he's going to run the show. He's going to utilize, you know, shut down Dallas's defense, or excuse me, Giants defense, and Zeke's just going to be it. Uh, we do have 400 bucks if you want to change anything. I thought I was looking back. I don't, I don't know. I was looking at receivers, but I'm not really seeing anything too crazy here. Nope, I like I mean, it. I like it a lot. Yeah, like you looked at Pascal at 46, going up to five is like is Landry. And I mean, he's not really too explosive. He had that passing touchdown last week, but without that, he didn't do shit. No, he hasn't done shit. I mean, and, and it's not him. I don't think, I think Baker's that questionable, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. I'm with it. No, I like our lineup. I think we saved that and we win our bucks. Let's go. Let's win something here. I'm submitting it right now. We're going to win 100K. At least. If we, oh God. Folks, if we have this lineup and you guys aren't listening and we win 100K off this, I think we're going to shut this down. Yeah, and I don't think just, we're, we're, we won't be back again. No, because then you're going to be like, you guys are too good. We're going to, you know, our we 100K peaked. goes down. Yeah, yeah we uh, peaked. The five people that listen to this are going to, you know, split us up for five. It's like, all right, well, fuck off. <laughs> we're going to be good. Oh, yeah, I like this lineup. Me too. All right, I'm excited about it. Yes, sir. Do anything else to say? We haven't sounded off yet. Uh, we did our stardom sit-ups. We did our conspiracy cuties. Anything else? DFS going to win you some money. Um, this is week five, folks. And let's just Big week. hands together. Let's have 
Tennessee just not be Tennessee anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, wash their hands, take showers. Just come on, guys. Be safe. We want to have football the entire year. We just want to have a full season. I think the whole United States depends on this season. We're tired of, we don't want to watch debates. We don't want to watch anything else. We want to watch football, folks. Let's keep it going. Yeah, man. We want football. We don't want it to go away. And we want all the football. We don't want these, oh, we're going to give them a bye week and then we'll do it later. No, no, no. We want all the games, all the scheduled games. Let's go, man. Let's go. We want octo boxes. Octo boxes each octo week. Octo Seven hours. Commercial free football. <laughs> Starts now. Oh, it's just music to my ears. Great feeling. All right, man. We'll catch you right, next folks. week. We out. Peace. Peace.